I got a man, y'all. <laughs> Not really, but let's talk about it. Hi, I'm Nicole Ebanks. I'm the host of Soul and Substance, the podcast. I'm also a journalist and a blogger, and I'm going to carry you through conversation where we're going to talk about those in-depth topics, those topics we're all afraid to talk about. I can guarantee you transparency, honesty, and pure realness because the perspectives come from my own, celebrities, locals, and you especially. Soul and Substance starts right now. Happy Valentine's Day. We reached that time of year where couples head to dinner in their finest, florists are booked with deliveries all day, girlfriends are together for their annual Valentine's Day, stores are filled with all things pink and red from balloons, chocolates, cards, and teddy bears, singles. Well, they don't care. Ha, huh, that's a lie. Is there such a thing as a Valentine Scrooge? As a single woman myself, I am not feeling it this Valentine's Day. You would be surprised in Valentine's Day past, even when I was single, I look forward to floral drop-offs, Facebook posts of Valentine's Day gifts, couple appreciation. This year, I'll be honest, it hurts that Valentine's Day will be spent solo again this year. And no, I do not want to be invited to a Valentine's party on February 14th. And no, I do not want to hear that love should be celebrated all year round, especially from a non-single person who has plans with their boo in a few hours. Just stop, okay? Let's face it. Valentine's Day is for couples or for the almost exclusive. Despite being a massacre, Valentine's Day understandably leaves out singles. Does that make me feel any better? No, because as much as I love myself, I want someone to send me chocolates. Hershey Kisses would be nice. I'm not big on flowers, but I'll take them for the pomp and circumstance of it all. I want to be taken on a romantic adventure today, filled with surprises from that special someone. Us together, me in the most sexiest dress with a peekaboo neckline, hair laid, and we're just in love. Truth is, this day reminds me so much of every other day. As much as we euphemize this day as simply one day, to some, it's a reminder of what singledom looks like most days. I've been in a place for some time now where I yearn to have a man. And not just any man. I'm not desperate, which also aids in me still being single, I guess. I just want that relationship, you know? The romance, the storybook kind of love the pure authentic unconditional love so in the midst of all of this solo dating popped up in my youtube feed let me be clear popped up meaning never searched or thought about i went on a solo date not because i felt sorry for myself but to see if i could actually be out by myself without a lifeline now, I've gone to the movies by myself before, which was no problem. I've gone to the library solo. I've even went out to eat, but I was in the corner and just stuffed my face between my four cheese pasta and my phone. All three ways between the movies, going out to eat, as well as going to the library, 
I was still alone in a public setting. I finally decided on a solo date when I realized these were all safe options I tried. I was still within my comfort zone. YouTube again was my teacher as I watched influencers discuss what solo dating, what solo dating did for them. But before we dive into that, can we discuss how pitiful this all sounds? Solo dating. I already hear the aww or pity from the other side of the mic. Anyway, the YouTubers schooled me that solo dating was a form of self-love, but also a way to discover your flaws. See? Pitiful. But seriously, being out by yourself lends way for us to be alone with our thoughts and can point out our weaknesses we did not know existed because our boys or our homegirls are around to talk our ear off or they're too busy smacking their lips while eating wings. Let me explain through my own experience. So I've been on this new wave lately to try everything that I want or go to places I've always wanted to go to. A Tuesday night open mic night popped up on my Instagram feed. Now when I saw the flower, now when I saw the flyer, it sounded cool, and the reviews for the particular event had been positive, so it was a no-brainer. But before I submitted my payment, I backed out. I did not want to be in a room full of strangers, possibly having to stand the entire night in a packed room, awkwardly standing there, being passed or brushed up against without any excuse me uttered by people. I was reminded, though, that this would be a first for me and I'll have food to eat. Plus, being in a room full of poets was intriguing to me. I wanted to challenge myself and go for it despite the challenges that may surface. Then, I also thought, it's just two hours and on a weekday. The amount of people doesn't really matter because it would be over in two hours. That means... Nothing starts on time, especially if it's CP time. So deduct 10 minutes at minimum. I could always place an order as soon as I'm seated. And once the show starts, all eyes will be on the host and features. And before you know it, it's time to go. If I was going to try out this solo date thing, this was the perfect opportunity. Eventbrite forwarded my ticket via email. I remembered one of the influencers um, who swore by solo dating mentioned that getting dolled up as if you were actually on a real date. Makeup, fixing up that hair, nails touched up, fancy perfume, and a really nice outfit. I wasn't going to go all out with the outfit because of the type of event I was going to. I mean, I'll be presentable. I'm not crazy. But I wasn't going to wear a bodycon dress or something like that. Makeup, I considered. I would be heading to the open mic night right after work, so makeup had to be applied an hour earlier um, than I wake up, just so I had the makeup on to go to work, and, you know, I'd be heading to the event right after. Um, it was doable, but it was all con contingent on how I felt that morning. That morning came, and I wore no makeup. I slept in because sleep was more justifiable. I even wore all black, leggings, a black tank top, and a long black cardigan. Whose funeral was I going to? I finally reached the event that evening after getting lost, but the place was nice. And the host and I guess the store manager were a few feet from the room of the event. Typical. Y'all, I was so anxious. I rushed past them so fast thinking they were so engrossed in combo they wouldn't notice me right in front of them. 
Not to mention the long runway or set of stairs I had to climb up in their direction. Of course they stopped me, but they were cool. Too cool even. Somehow between my mask and foggy glasses, they figured I had a word for the audience tonight. I finally sat down after convincing the host I was not going to be on anybody's stage tonight. I mean, what would I say? I am no poet. Haikus and spoken word are not my forte. Anywho, I surveyed the crowd and there wasn't one. There was a group of girlfriends in a booth on the side who had a glass too many already. I mean, it was around the time of happy hour. A few other booths were occupied by, by soloers as well. But I didn't mind it because I never planned to sit on the outskirts anyway. I sat in the middle in the front, just a feet or two from the stage. I don't know if it was the lack of audience members or that I wanted to really challenge myself and not only sit by myself, but out in the open doing so. It felt good. The ambiance was quiet, almost too quiet. But I was at ease and ready to take in the night. I took a pic of the colorful stage with a naked mic in the center and was ready. The host from earlier was still cool, but boy did I feel sorry for him because the audience was dry, myself included. As much as I was excited to experience my first open mic night, my inward elation didn't match up outwards. When he asked for feedback or response throughout the night, crickets. One of the girls from the Tipsy Girlfriends crew helped fill in the gaps, but the audience was poor and I didn't help. Throughout the night, I tried to exclaim or engage in audience participation to help like Tipsy Girl did, but it fell flat. I even noticed when it came time to place my order, the waiter took forever to come my way, but I didn't want to ruffle anyone's feathers or seem annoying, even though I was hungry. After watching the short list of performers that evening, I kept thinking how brave they were to stand up in front of a, a crowd of people. Just in general, no matter how small the crowd was, they still shared their art. I know how I feel when people praise my work, but to share it vocally and with expression? Whew, I bowed down to everyone that night. But not everyone. There was this one comedian who was just bad. I mean, bad, y'all. I know we weren't supposed to judge that night, but I sure did. Still stuck in college, this comedian was. And for some reason, all his jokes were either about a girl he dated in school, crack, or his white upbringing. I know comedians tend to make fun of themselves and their culture, but his jokes fell flat, were offensive, or had no foundation period to, to turn out funny. Then there was the host. Again, he was cool, and I understood why he was so cool. He shared his origin story to become a poet. His first time on stage, he threw up. The end. He threw up. That was 12 years ago, and yet he was a host on stage sharing his art. I wanted to ask him right then and there what made him return to the mic after a horrific first try. And again, I could do this because the audience was so small, but I didn't. I was timid. And that's what I wrestled with afterwards the show, after the show was over. The fact that I'm still timid. I used to be shy and quiet growing up. I just knew in recent years that was no longer my truth. But I realized that night that it's still there and rooted in public opinion. 
Like, I could have just asked him, right? I was basically close enough, but I was too worried my voice wouldn't be loud enough and, and neighboring patrons would just stare at me for trying. I even tried to tell a performer after the night was over how much I liked her set, but the noisy girlfriend crew stole my moment. I couldn't be mad, though. They were all very assertive and didn't miss a beat, and more lively. At that point, the alcohol had wore off a bit, so I knew that this was just part of their outgoing personality. This night and an, and an epiphany weeks before made me realize my singleness may be prolonged because I still have things to work on. I have yet to discover more about myself and can only do that alone. Like my timidness and shyness, or maybe not so shy, can be hindering to where I want to go in life. I want to be this, you know, talk show host. I want to inspire people around the world. I have so many goals and aspirations that someone who is outgoing or, you know, not so shy and just ceases the moment can't be someone who is shy. And I need to work on that. And that, and if I wouldn't have known that had I not gone through this experience of going alone somewhere or being by myself. And guess what? Because of that, I want to challenge myself and maybe share a little something, something, little something, something at the next open mic night. We're going to see. But I want to try it out. I realize open mic night isn't just for poets, <laughs> but for all spoken word artists. And duh, of course, writers. Silly me. But there is a time for everything. Just like being with someone. Time is... Time, it, timing is everything. And so the more I work on myself and uh, incorporate solo dating, I guess, in my routine, I will discover more stuff about myself. And time, and then time will just, you know, basically show itself and reveal that singleness is just going to be for a season. But also for me to realize that this is a precious time for me and I got to be appreciative of it but again this revelation doesn't make me feel any better I mean at the end of the day I am still single without somebody this Valentine's Day weekend was difficult in that you know as much as I had a good time you know it was my sister's birthday and all of that it was hard for me seeing couples out, you know, watching people online, going out and, you know, doing all the sexy stuff together and being all cute with their booze and stuff and, you know, men being treated and being uh, catered to. I felt left out and I wanted that for myself. I'm not going to lie. <clears throat> um, You know, self-love, people want to preach about it and all of that and it's great, but when you really want something... You know, you can find things to hold on to, to carry you through your day. But a day like today, it is a little difficult. I'm not going to lie. And I know there are people who don't care, you know, singles included, who just like, eh, whatever. But there are some people who feel the same way I do, men and women included. So those are just my thoughts. I don't have a word for the singles. Society has provided enough of that. I guess... Just happy Valentine's Day to peop to the people in relationships. I just hope today isn't a cover up to what's truly going on. Mm -hmm.
Need an escape from the cold? A drink from Mavelle will take you straight to the tropics. Mavelle LLC is currently a local DMV company that produces homemade organic teas and juices in biodegradable bottles. Not only will you enjoy their fresh hibiscus tea and pineapple ginger juice, but you will also be saving the planet. Imagine that. Follow them on Instagram at Mavelle underscore, that's M-V-E-L-E underscore, and pre-order now. Delivery options are available for a small fee. Do you like to shop? Do you like to support black entrepreneurs? Then you should definitely follow and keep up with PopNet events for luxury pop-up shops in the New York City area. They host pop-up shops with a little bit of spice that allow you to network, attend classes such as wig slaying or financial empowerment, and shop with some of New York City's best up-and-coming businesses. Join them at their Love Brunch on Saturday, February 12, 2022 from 12 noon to 4.30 p.m. featuring a paint and sip class taught by artist Suki Love Jones. Follow PopNet Events on Instagram at PopNet Events. That's P-O-P-N-E-T-E-V-E-N-T-S. Change your vibrations with a closer link to this plane. Wear your soul on the outside. Through crystal, you can find your better self. OKOA Jewelry offers handcrafted birthstone jewelry and other precious stones for fashion, spiritual connection, and general interest. For more info, visit Osiris underscore A underscore R on Instagram. That's O-S-I-R-I-S underscore A underscore R. So we have a very special guest today our first guest as you guys know on the podcast it is someone who i know you guys will all uh benefit from you she's a special treat she is someone who i've known for a while she is my dear sweet co-worker who i admire so much because i go to her for sound advice um wisdom and just a great time it's always with her so um she is a seasoned woman but she comes with a lot of good vibes and i know you guys will truly enjoy her i hope you will enjoy her as much as i do so with that being said i want to bring up and introduce you all to the sandra harvey welcome to the show sandra good having you thanks for having me um, so we're just going to jump right in. Um, today, again, is Valentine's Day. What would you say to singles who are, you know, sad or lonely on this Valentine's Day? I, I'm, I'm aware that there are some singles who are just who could care less, so it doesn't bother them. But what word would you give, advice would you give to those who are single on Valentine's Day? I would say, if you could... Think of it as a loving day that you have, whether you have a mate or not. If you if you don't have a mate and you you have somebody like your mother, you could give her a rose or some candy or take her out to dinner and for her Valentine's Day. If she's no longer with her husband, I'm talking about uh, somebody who is older. This is my opinion. Okay. Okay. You know, but somebody young who doesn't have anybody, 
and you are yourself, I think you should treat yourself. Mm-hmm. Take yourself out and, 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 and give yourself a present because I had friends that have done that before. Would take this self and now I'm gonna treat myself as Valentine's Day. I'm going out to dinner. You wanna come along or mm. you know, if you're single, you might have a friend that wants to come along with you and treat your their self as well as you treating yourself. Right. And I and I get that. And I, and I guess like speaking for myself, because I am single, you get tired of hearing that and when you go out you're reminded that you are, even though you may have someone with you or you go by yourself, that there are couples out there. And, you know, you see people with, you know, candy flowers or holding hands, being all booed up today. And it's just a reminder that, wow, I am single. So those are great ideas. But, you know, what else could we lean on today? Like, it's just, it's really hard for us, you know? Well, what could you lean on? Uh... Or like, what, what's a word or something that could just, because, you know, maybe we just don't need to do anything. But I hate to sound like a Scrooge on Valentine's Day. But, you know, how, what, how could we get through this day? So you mentioned going out with friends, um, you know, treating yourself to a gift. What else? Mm, called in old friends, you know. If you have an old boy, I mean, a ex-boyfriend or girlfriend or girlfriend maybe you could call them and see what they're doing if they're doing that nothing maybe you all could get together and hang out with each other do something that you two like to do together Mm. to help relieve the stress of today of yes stress of today that's interesting that you mentioned our loneliness of the day yeah Mm. it's interesting that you mentioned contacting an ex Cause you know, many people wouldn't think that's a good idea. But you know, if I guess you're saying if you guys ended things amicably, like you end as friends, that yeah, you can hit them up just for the day and see what's up. Okay, and as, I, go ahead. I think that everybody should end a, a relationship. Uh, you all still being friends, you know, when you break up, still be try to still be friends, you know. You never know that maybe later on in life you all get together and be husband and wife. Mm, It's all about timing. Right. (laughs) Interesting. Okay, so, you know, all needs would be met that day, you know, emotionally and physically. So you will have somebody. So it's okay to reach out to an ex or meet someone new. You know, if we do go out by ourselves, you never know. Possibly someone else is single. You guys meet that day, ironically. Right, right. Okay, so what would you say to, or what advice would you give to men? Meaning that society gears uh, Valentine's Day towards the women more so. That they're more so celebrated. So you see jewelry, commercials, you know, it's all geared towards women. But I feel as though men should be celebrated. How can significant others treat their men on Valentine's Day? What can they do? What can they say? Like, what romantic things can they do, you know? Well, they could do what men been doing for years. Hmm. Giving them presents, you could do the reverse. Give your husband or your mate or friend uh a present of some sort. You could give them a 
a cashmere sweater or something, give them chocolate, give them roses, you know, just reverse the script. Okay, vice versa. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, you had mentioned, um, I know earlier when we were just talking, you had mentioned lingerie. Is yeah. that something, too, that would... Okay. Well, does does men have lingerie? I don't think so. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know they got like they shorts or whatever, but yeah. But I think, yeah, I think doing something special for them is needed. Like it's a two way street. It shouldn't be just oh the woman gets this flowers, candy, taking her out, all of that jazz. You know, it doesn't it, have to always be that way. No, you can, right. You can always, like I said, reverse the script mm-hmm. and do something nice for him. And men like that, low-key, mm-hmm. you know, if they don't express it. You know, they want to feel appreciated. And I know a good thing that you can do for them if you all don't want to go out and you want to decide to stay and give them a good back rub. Ooh, girl, with some oil, <laughs> lotion. I know that's right. So back rub, oh. huh? Okay, have you done that before, Sandra? Of course. <laughs> hey. I, am give, I have given... My husband, a bath before. Oh, a bath, a back rub. He's he's in the tub, and I'll come in and rub his back, his legs, and different things. Uh, Wash, I meant to say wash, and then after he gets out of the tub, he'll go in the bedroom, and I might give him a rub of something all over his Ooh, (laughs) see, word otherwise, I told y'all she got the tricks, she know. (laughs) So with that being said, um, Valentine's Day has been, you know, special for you in the past, it seems. You know, you had some good memories, care to share any? A lot of good memories. (laughs) I used to get a lot of goodies and do whatever I wanted to do. And I like to dine wine and dine and uh, have a good meal and uh, just relax and take it easy. I'm not all into that at the present time, but I used to be when I was younger and I used to get a lot of nice presents. Mm. So now that I'm single oh, okay, and happy not to mingle, <laughs> I just take it easy. So how did you get to this place where you're single and satisfied, especially on a day like this? Mm, how did I get to that? Well, I have been spoiled so much. I have a son, a young son, who gives his mother cards and candy and money to do what I want on Valentine's Day, which I thought was very nice. Uh, and I, his father was very nice to me. And gave me a lot of goodies. So, you know, as time went on, how much goodies can you get? Yeah, and I hear you. Is this your um first single Valentine's Day? No, I think it's been four, four years. Do you remember how your first single Valentine's Day was? Like, how was that experience? When I was single? Yeah, like you're fresh. So you guys were together for your last relationship. Last relationship you guys were together for 10 years. You break up, and that first Valentine's Day that comes around, how did you feel being alone on Valentine's Day? Well, I would hate to say this, but, like, I have a lot of girlfriends, too. We hang out, 
And mm-hmm. some of them are are separated or don't have a mate or not with their significant other. So we just went and did whatever. You know, went out, hung out, did whatever girls do. And that was enough for us. So yeah. it never phased you. So it didn't really no, phase no. you. No, I think you if you're satisfied with yourself, mm. it's not gonna be a problem for you. But if you are downright romantic, you're going to have some problems. Mm. I'm sad to say that, but you are. It's just a reality. Yeah, you're going to be sad, moping around. You know, but I always had a lot of friends around, male and females. So, Mm. and we just you know, trying to do what we felt was nice for the night. Okay. And it was just a regular day. Regular day. Mm-hmm. So Valentine's Day is just a regular day for you. So with that, it brings me back, it brings me to the thought of how love is on, should be celebrated all year round. You know, like a lot of society makes you think like, oh, it's just one day, you'll get through it. And like you said, it is reality for some people that who are romantic or hopeless love lorns that this is just a hard day for them that you just have to pull through. And that's, it's hard, but that's the reality of the situation and you will get through it. So it brings us back to the reality of the other 364 days. What should love be for a single person or in a relationship period? How should love be celebrated? How we, how should you know, love be given and shown. Well, there's many ways that can be shown. You being kind, nice, caring, and lovable, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, vice versa. And you all should c- keep communication open so you all can Explain to one another when you feel you think something is changing in your relationship. You have to talk about it and let the other person know and figure out how you all going to get back to where you were. Sometimes it's hard, sometimes it's not. Yeah. You just have to work on it and talk about it. If you really want to get back together. Exactly. You can't do it. If that's something that you really want to do. I mean, I think you can do it. Mm-hmm. It just takes work. It takes a lot of work. And communication. And don't let, you know, Valentine's Day mask what's truly going on. You know what I right, mean? Right. Make sure that you're, you guys are making an effort each and every day. Yes. Know? And working on your love. Exactly. And... The good thing about being single, period, I feel like you, like I've mentioned earlier in the episode, that, you know, you recognize your weaknesses and your strengths, and then your weaknesses, you can always work on it so you can learn how to better love yourself. So then that way you can, someone knows how to love you. You know what I mean? It all boils, it's all rooted in self-love as well. Mm-hmm. And that's a, um, that's something that we should all work on each and every day, regardless if you're single or not. Well, I remember one time in my life, I noticed that my friend was more into me than I was with him. And then later on down the line, it was reversed. Hmm. 
I was more in love with him than he was with me. I don't know if we lost interest for a while, but we were together like night and day, every day. And uh, things just happen. Something changes sometimes. I don't know if something catches uh, your interest or what. But uh, eventually we broke up. Mm. And that was that. But I never cheated on him. I can't say that he didn't cheat on me before. Right. Hmm. But I usually am the type of woman that will stay with my man if we're okay. And nothing too much is changing. Uh Uh-oh. And then we can work on it. But But if they want to break up, so be it. So be it. Oh, that's sad. But, you know, you know, things happen and unfortunate that there are some people who they just, their relationships don't make it. And that's sad, but it's okay. You know, there's probably something else better for you around the corner. So don't feel like, you know, you have to just stay in a situation that truly isn't being fed anymore or good. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that can make things worse sometimes when it's not. When it's, yeah, when it's just not working or, you know, it's just not helping the situation any further. Right. I get you, Sandra. Okay. Do you have any last words before you got to go? I know you're a busy woman. You know, this day you don't have many plans, but, you know, before you go, I got to get you one last word. Do you have anything to say to us? I want to say I hope everybody has a happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. And enjoy (laughs) whoever you're with. Mm. And I hope that you have many more. Thank you, Sandra. It was a pleasure having you. We got to make more, have more Sandra segments, it seems. Have you come on in a future show? No? Okay. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, I'll run with that one. (laughs) Thank you for coming again. We'll be right back. Question, it's Valentine's Day today, but what truth do you face tomorrow? I love you and I mean it. Peace. Soul and Substance was produced by Nicole Ebanks. The Soul and Substance theme song was produced by Lawrence Ebanks. If you would like to ask for advice or leave comments, send an email to soulandsubstance25 at gmail.com. For blog posts, visit soulandsub.wordpress.com and follow us on Instagram at soul.n.substance. That's S-O-U-L dot N dot S-U-B-S-T-A-N-C-E.